0: Greetings, friends. Welcome back to the Wayfair Podcast. I'm Tom Bandwell. Appreciate you joining me on this chapter day journey. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving weekend with loved ones. Hope you feasted well and rested well. We pick up our chapter day journey in Genesis chapter 43, and it was verses 8 through 9 that resonated with me this morning. It says, Then Judah said to Israel his father, Send the boy along with me, and we will go at once so that we and you and our children may live and not die. I myself will guarantee Benjamin's safety. You can hold me personally responsible for him. If I do not bring him back to you and set him here before you, I will bear the blame before you all my life. Today's podcast is entitled Generational Impact. As I mentioned in a post last week, I consciously spent several years of my own life investigating my family history. The quest was motivated by a desire to understand the family systems from which I descended and how they may have influenced my own family system, my childhood, the person that I've become. One of the things that I discovered in my quest was the fact that decisions can have a far-reaching generational impact. My maternal great-grandfather committed suicide. And the story goes that he had been diagnosed with tuberculosis, which was a death sentence at that time. The family suspected that he killed himself to spare them the agony and the financial burden of his care. Now, my grandfather was the eldest of three children, and his mother sent him to be raised by her parents while she retained the younger two. My grandfather's stories of life with his strict disciplinarian grandparents were mostly unpleasant. It was not a fun life, but he learned the value of hard work and was taught strong values. He also had an uncle, a Methodist minister, who kind of took him under his wing and planted seeds of faith in him. His brother and sister, on the other hand, were left under the care of a desperate woman, who became kind of a gold digger. She worked on the riverboats. She went through a series of failed marriages. Her children's lives would become equally broken and tragic. Now, my paternal great-grandfather came to America from the Netherlands. He owned a hardware store in Rock Valley, Iowa, and his eldest two sons were partners with him in the business. My grandfather and his sister were younger siblings who desperately wanted to be part of the family business, but they were shut out. And since the family business was not an option, my grandfather decided to go to college. He went into education and was a career educator. Now, as I look back, I can trace the events of my grandfather's stories to my own life. Had my grandfather not have been farmed out to his grandparents, taught the strict lessons of hard work, discipline, and spiritual values, my mother would not have been the person she was, and those life lessons would not have been passed down. Had my paternal grandfather not gone into education, I'm not sure how much education would have been valued in my own family. I'm not sure my siblings and I would have had the life journeys we've had, or would have had the careers that we've chosen. I even discovered unexpectedly that my love of theater may have had its roots in my Grandpa Vanderwell's college years at Central College, right here in Pella, Iowa. Now, In today's chapter, there's a subtle shift in the storyline that is lost on most readers, and few see the generational impact that the events will have on the history, not only of the family, but of the world. Desperate for more food to ensure their survival, Israel tells his sons to go buy more grain in Egypt. But Joseph had told them not to return without their youngest brother, Benjamin. Judah steps up to take personal responsibility for Benjamin's safety. From this point in the story, Judah becomes the leader and spokesman for the brothers. Now, Judah is the third-born. But his elder brothers, Simeon and Levi, had been involved in sexual scandal and had instigated the bloody massacre of Shechem that brought disgrace to the family and threatened their survival. So Judah ends up taking leadership. Now hundreds of years later, the 12 tribes would be settled in the Promised Land. The tribe of Judah would emerge as the leading tribe. It was from the tribe of Judah that King David would emerge along with the capital city of Jerusalem, the Temple of Solomon, and the dynasty from which the Messiah would be born. And when the nation eventually splits in a bloody civil war, ten tribes would break away and reject the Davidic line of succession. Two tribes would remain allied in maintaining the Davidic line in belief that the words of the prophets would be fulfilled and a Messiah would someday spring from it. Those two tribes were Judah and Benjamin, the very brother whom Judah swore to be responsible for in today's chapter. So in the quiet this morning, I can't help but think about the decisions we make in our lives that will have a generational impact on our descendants. Now, I can see the past, and I can see how It's affected my own life story. It's harder to imagine how my own choices and decisions will affect my great-grandchildren, my great-grandnephews, and my great-grandnieces. I am reminded why God continually reminds us to love our children, to teach them his ways, not to exasperate them, and why God tells children to honor their parents For good or ill, we are part of one another's stories and the stories of generations who will come after us. And while I have no control over those who came before me, nor do I control those who will come after me, I do have control of my own story, my own family relationships on this journey. I best consider what I do with those relationships and consider it wisely. I hope you have a great day, my friend, wherever the journey takes you. We'll see you back here tomorrow.